Welcome to Love Your City podcast. Um, we're not quite in isolation yet, Sam and I. We are 1.5 metres yes, apart though. Yes, we're doing our normal. physical distancing. Social distancing, that's cool. Well, they say not to call it that because we still oh. need... Yeah, you're not up to date. I'm not. Wow. Uh, it's all come out in the last 18 hours. Um, we still need socialising. We need to talk ah, and, okay. and it's just the physical distancing, but let's not be isolated. Right. Is vital, but man, different how life can change in one week. It's it's crazy, and, and I've got to confess that I completely underestimated where this was going. I've got a, I, I felt a healthy degree of cynicism, but before I knew it, the church that I'm a part of and on staff of was cancelling services and, and cancelling small groups and all this sort of thing, and it just became a whirlwind real, really quickly and kind of a little bit caught me by surprise. Mm. Yes, no, I'm a bit the same. I mm. cancelled seven flights yesterday, so my <laughs> life has changed dramatically. Wow. But at the same time, I'm really excited because yeah. I'm like, God, um, you've got me in my city for at least the next three or four yeah. months. Use me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I've got there too. I, I, even though there was a cynicism, it's really quickly turned to excitement. I think, um, I just think logically, coronavirus did not catch God by surprise. I'm not saying he started it, but he knew it was coming, and he allowed it to happen. And this new reality for the church, I think, is exciting for innovation and really actually asking the question, okay, what really is the church then? If we can't gather in our buildings on Sunday, bigger than 100 at the moment, that could shrink. What, who are we and, and what's our, what, what does that mean? Mm, what's yeah. our collective identity? And that's exciting. It is hugely exciting. Before we keep chatting yes. about these, um, we have a big announcement to make first, though, um, because last week we were doing interviews and pumping up Movement Day, but what's the news? Are you going to let me tell? <laughs> yes. Wow, we need to <laughs> insert drum roll here. Um, Movement Day Australia cancelled. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't think people will be surprised to hear that. I Not think they all. probably knew about it. And it won't only be Movement Day Australia. Movement Day expressions all over the world will Absolutely. be closing down. But again, the same question. What does that mean? Yeah. God, we believe you're in this, but what does that mean? Yep. So where do you start if you're a, you know, a pastor in your city and you're yeah. like, what, what do I do in my city at this time? I, I think at the moment and what I'm seeing in our city, most pastors are just focusing on what do they do with their church this yep. Sunday, yep. Um, which yep. is a certain amount of responsibility but um it can easily monopolize all our time and we forget about the wider picture too so yeah i think i think the pastors that i know and and i'm not a senior pastor i'm not even Mm. really on a pastoral team uh leading a particular church um so that's given me a great observation position a position to observe i don't know what the word is there um, and it's been great to see uh be, be able to see the different messaging from different churches it's all very similar we're going to live streaming. That's essentially what it is. Um, but I think it's right that that's the first thing. That's the first reaction. Okay, we've got to get sorted out the communities that we lead. I mean, Galatians talks about, you know, doing good doing good to people, starting with the household of faith. So it's, it's a good place to start. But I also know a lot of the pastors in town will then start to think, okay, how can we, what's the opportunity that's being presented and how can we in this uncharted territory, like no one's got any experience here. Mm. Like that that's that's so true. No one has any experience with a situation like this. There's no gurus, there's no experts out there. So we I think that that brilliant opportunity is to lean into God and say, Okay, what what does this mean for preaching? What does this mean for groups? What does this mean for mission? What does this mean for evangelism? All those questions are gonna start mm-hmm. um, being asked in the coming days and weeks, which is exciting. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm not, well, I am a pastor. <laughs> I'm an unusual pastor um, where I don't have the responsibility of a congregation so much. Um, so Monday morning when I found out 
I wasn't going anywhere. Um, I just, the first thing I did, and I think this is an easy thing if people have relationships with their mayor or city leaders, just text our mayor, how are you doing? What does the city need? Um, and straight away he just calls back and starts sharing his concern for the older people and just trying to sort out what we can do there. So mm. I want to encourage, I know a lot of our Movement Day city groups have connection with their civic leaders and um, why not just mm. uh, throw out a call to them? Um, mm. Are we still talking about ideas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another thing we've just started this morning is, again, we just had a look on Facebook. Are there any groups in Toowoomba that have started that are connecting the needs with the resources? And we mm, can't mm. – I mean, I'm surprised. There must be something there, but we couldn't find anything. So mm. we've just started supporting Toowoomba during the virus and just trying to get people mm. to come to that and – Stick up your needs, hey. Um, yeah, I think I think as as much as is uncharted territory for churches, it is for the cities as well and the city leadership and all that sort of thing. Um, it's really awkward. I, I think this is just Queensland. I'm not sure if it's Australia wide, but local elections are coming up soon, mm-hmm. so all of our councils are in caretaker mode, which means that the, like our mayor can't really do anything formally yet. That's mm-hmm. how I understand it. Have I got that right? Uh, I th- look, yeah, I don't know. I th- it's not far away, but right now that that's sort of the reality. I think as well as all the um, and and by the way, this podcast is uncharted. We're just having a very casual conversation here because we don't really have much of an idea either. Um, I think too, as well as the formal stuff, and mm. and in fact, I, I would I would probably push this harder. It's the informal, organic stuff that's going to really make a difference. I love what I'm seeing, and we, we've adopted it in our own street. So we've got about 15 houses in our street, and we're letterbox dropping. Mm. And me, me and my kids, uh, yeah. my wife and kids, are doing this. A simple letter from us that says. Mm. Hey, if you're in isolation, if you're doing it tough, we're here to help in any way that we're able to. You can't promise the world, obviously, because you might go to get toilet paper and there's none there. Yeah. So, what, but but just to be able to say we're here and and mm. that, like we know some of our neighbours, but mm. we certainly don't know them all. Mm. But what an opportunity to love yep. thy neighbour. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if, I think if every Christian in every city, just did, even if half of them just did yep. that. And I've heard, I mean, I know our pastor and his wife and all their children have done the same. Have you had any response? Oh, we haven't done it yet. Oh, you haven't uh, done it? We're okay. doing it this afternoon. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. And just remember, people like me, to be honest, I only check my mailbox once a week maybe because wow. you just don't get mail. Um, so that's why I think both approaches is great yep. because Absolutely. Um, I check Facebook every two and a half seconds, mm. um, <laughs> my mailbox. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'll go away for three weeks and come home and, you know. Have nothing. Maybe two little bits of rubbish is in there, wow. but um, it's all online now. I, 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 Who checks their A highlight of my day is checking <laughs> the letterbox. Do you get anything exciting? Well, I have books delivered. Oh, yeah, I have, that's it. Yeah. We get lots See, of I'm packages all delivered. I'm about the environment. Okay, we're getting we're getting distracted here. <laughs> I know. Um, well, apply that whole street idea to yeah, your to your workplace, um, to absolutely. your school, yep. to all these different things. I think we've had discussions in the church I'm a part of, even though I'm not directly responsible in part of the discussions. One of the things we've been talking about is how can we, for, for someone for, for someone from our church who finds himself in isolation for two weeks, and you, I don't think you'd get cranky at someone for thinking of themselves in that time, mm. but actually challenging them to go, mm. well, what can you do uh, with the connection you have, social media, with your mobile phone, with phone calls, um, in this two weeks to love and serve others, to love and serve your neighbours. Mm. Um, and that, that's the sort of stuff that I think is, is exciting mm. as well. Um, I, I think one of the things that will be revealed in this time, um, and I want to be careful how I say this because I love the Gathered Church mm. and I don't want to seem like I'm having a pot shot because it's easy to do at the moment. But I think 
I think what it will reveal is that we are over-reliant and over-dependent and, and, and hold at the centre the Sunday gathering as central. And I'm not sure that's entirely right. I think that it's it's the gathering and the scattering, which we've talked about in other episodes. And we, we have a forced scattering here. At the moment, we can still meet in small groups in homes and everything like that. Um, yep. But I think that's going to... And my hope is that when this is over, we don't just rebound back to doing things the way we did them before coronavirus, but we actually go, you know what? This is actually something new and innovative that we wouldn't have discovered otherwise. Let's keep doing it because it's serving the city well. It's empowering our people to to uh, be a part of the mission of God. Yeah, no, mm. definitely. Uh, one of my concerns um, with the city, as you know, we've we've been we run a support group for about seventy girls on a Tuesday mm. night. Most of them are from quite um, needy families, dysfunctional. And my concern is with uh, less and less events. And I'm on a lot of mailing lists, and I see a lot of youth events being cancelled in our yeah. city. So it means a lot of time for um, kids to be at home, families to be closer together, which sounds lovely. But um, and if there was a lockdown. I think there'd be a few murders <laughs> in our city. Wow. So, um, and we've had to cancel our group um, because it's too big. But um, our team decided that next Tuesday night we're hop- we've divided into seven teams and we're visiting these families Fantastic. and just seeing what we can um, do in there. So there's a way to connect, but I, I feel really concerned about them long term. Um, and then what happens online too? Yeah. It's a big part of my world is... Kids spending more time in their rooms, on their computers, mm. behind screens, and um, the predators, I tell you, they're out there and they're mm. ready. Um, so they're just different things to be thinking about yeah. too. I, I love that because I uh, – so, sorry, that sounds bad. I, <laughs> I don't love that, what you <laughs> no. just said. I love that your team is is going to visit the families because um, that, you know, again, uncharted territories, mm. that's not a long-term plan. That's just what you feel is mm. the next thing. And I think that's going to open up things. Yep. Like Absolutely. you wouldn't have done that if this didn't happen. You would have kept meeting. You might have said, mm-hmm. oh, what, what else could we do to connect with families? Well, we could go visit them. Mm. Oh, but that's too hard. We've got them all coming. You know, yep. we, we have it. But you're forced to do this now. Absolutely. And I think from that, who knows what God's going to open yep. up. Um, and so that's the innovative thinking that seems it's so obvious at the moment. But mm. it would other, you know, if, if, if circumstances were normal, you'd never do it. No. Yeah. But so that's, that's that's unreal. Oh, it's good, and I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more innovation around our city and around Australia. I Absolutely, think, um, and, I, and if you're listening right now, mm. um, uh, ju- we'd love you to jump on our Facebook page, and if you've got a story to share of innovation and ways that churches are responding that, that stands out, um, please share it so that we can we can know and we can share it more broadly. I think mm. it's a good time to share stories and, and resources and all that sort of thing. Um, but as we said, Movement Day Australia. Yep. Gone. Not happening this year. <laughs> uh, they, there were big plans in uh, to have Movement Day X. It was been it's been ten years since the very first Movement Day in New York City. Yes. Uh, w- what I'm hearing is that's going to be cancelled as well. I think they're looking at different ways to run it, mm. um, and it's fascinating. I was due to be in Washington D.C. in June, speaking at a big global summit around ending sexual exploitation. I just got an email this morning that it's all still happening online and they're hoping for 10,000 people. Yeah, wow. So we've still got to do a presentation through mm. Zoom. You still register. I get discounts for getting my friends to register. Like yeah. they've really done it. I'm like, this is amazing. And rather cool. than 300 people in the room, they're wanting to reach 10,000. So. And the reality is that struck me. We were talking over morning tea with a bunch of people the other day that airlines are going to get pretty, yeah. uh, really hit hard through all this. Yeah. So on the other side of this, when things return to normal, Flights are going to be expensive. Mm. 
so these international gatherings and even yeah. domestic gatherings are probably going to be a lot more expensive, at least for a time, until uh, the airlines build up and everything. It's going to be a new reality. I, I think to expect to things to return to normal completely yeah. is is a bit naive, like I was not long yeah. ago. Um, and so that's again a reason why this innovative thinking. Let's mm-hmm. let's pray that it lasts and that God opens up our minds to creativity and all that sort of thing. So. Yeah. Uh, in that sense, it's an exciting time. The same time we think of all the families affected yeah, by absolutely. losing loved ones and the sickness and particularly the elderly, the vulnerable people in our cities that are really going to, this is going to hit hard. Let's be um, let's be alert and aware of, of those people as well. Absolutely. Mm. No, that's huge. Mm. Especially, um, just closing comment, watching what uh, Fiji, they've just got their first case this morning. So mm. Facebook's gone wild. And in a nation like that where their healthcare is very limited, they yeah. don't have money to, you know, do stimulus prac. Uh, so there's a lot of fear, a lot of worry. So let's remember our neighbours who are... Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we might leave it there. Teach has been a shorter episode, but we, we yeah. do want to get the message out. And, uh, and we are thinking of all of you and, and praying that this would be a time in our nation where... Um, the cause of the gospel in our cities would be uh, would be accentuated and not restricted. Mm. So uh, let it be. Yes. Thanks, Tish.